You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Connect Church Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a happy Thanksgiving. We took last week off. And uh, so we are glad to be back here on the podcast. What's up, guys? How was your Thanksgiving? We were a week late. Thanksgiving was last Thursday. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was good. It was good. Ate way too much. Terry had all the grandkids in and all the boys and girls and... (laughs) <laughs> that that was good, and I smoked my very first ever turkey. You smoked two? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I smoked one. I'm glad you said turkey. <laughs> how, how did, well, did you do that Like on your grill? Did you have like an no, egg thing? No, uh, Blinn bought me a smoker last Christmas, and I've used okay. it three times. Okay. And so, yeah. So uh, we're, <laughs> I've we're, never used a smoker. I don't know. I, well, yeah, it's, it, it's a whole different challenge. All right. And, um, uh, it's actually pretty easy. I think it's easier than grilling. Smoking. Once you get some, not a brisket, but the other stuff, yes. Well, yeah. So, so the other stuff, yes. But once you get it down, but um, not that the boys complain that Belen's bird had been a little bit dry. But uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my mic stopped working. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so they uh, they laid down the gauntlet for me to try it. And it actually, uh, you have to soak it for 24 hours, which is called brining. Did not know that word. And uh, so we, uh, we did that. Or I did that. And and uh, came out really well. Just really well seasoned meat, and it was uh, the only moist, moist, yes, moist. It juicy, was, yes. Ashlyn's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> she hates that word. What moist, <laughs> moist, moist? Ashlyn, the turkey was moist. <laughs> an it really word. was though. It really was though, and it was well seasoned all the way through. It just had really popped with taste, and so it was uh, it was well done. Uh, liked it, but the only complaint I have is that you can't make gravy. With, okay. Um, yeah. You have to make make separate gravy. You have to make separate gravy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll give my honest opinion. Sorry, Belen, if you're listening to this podcast, but that was way better. Like, <laughs> she like is her, a valid, uh, uh, a uh, avid listener. An avid listener. Yes, like, she will be listening. Like Belen's turkey is good and all. Don't get me wrong, but like that smoked turkey was legit. But also to rebuttal what he even just said, if it's smoked turkey and it's done right, and it was like it was really good. You don't need gravy. Yeah. You got to move past your free will Baptist because we've always done it mentality. <laughs> like when gravy. you had a smoked turkey. Like potatoes and Thank stuff, you. Though. Thank that you. That is true. Yes. That is true. Maybe but, I mean, put some on your dressing if you like yes, that. You know? yes. If you're just doing it for potatoes and stuff, I mean, just buy the store-bought kind They of looked stuff. at my plate, Tanner, and it was swimming in gravy. I mean, I, mean, I covered it and No, you couldn't else. see that he had sweet potato casserole or mac and cheese or anything else because you just saw one giant bowl of gravy on his wait, plate. Wait, 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 wait. Mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? Yes, ma'am. It was baked. It was good, though. It was had a really Nice. I mean, okay. It's yeah. not when I think of Thanksgiving dishes, that's right. not one of them. But I yeah, mean, I'm no, not was, knocking it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, it was it was all good. And, and sweet potato casserole, green beans, potatoes, and all of, the, all of that. Greens, but, beans, and potatoes. Ham was amazing. So so well, y'all had turkey and turkey ham. and ham. You okay. had choices. I man. said turkey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, awesome. mom. We're a family of choices. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a Thanksgiving turkey and a Christmas ham kind of guy. Well, yeah, I, I agree, know. but I mean, I'm really ham any time of the day. But I mean, <laughs> that's why we brought ham in. Is I'm, I would be very traditional like you on that totally, but the kids all like the ham because turkey's been a little dry over the years. But anyway, <laughs> so, he said it, not me. And so we've always offered both the last several years. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I thought it was my like food wise my favorite Thanksgiving. It was amazing food this year. A little yeah, bit of everything. Was, yeah. That's good. Well, I'm glad y'all had a good time. We went to Arkansas and had a had a great time with my parents and uh, then her parents as well. It was. So, a lot of did fun. you get to eat two Thanksgiving dinners? Yes, we sure did. Nice. Hey, that's man. the way to go, dude. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Um, what else happened over the weekend? Um, I don't know. I will just go ahead and admittedly say I, I'm I'm like Andrew today. I have nothing prepared for this podcast. So. <laughs> Arkansas, Missouri. This is going to be a short did, one. Didn't you yeah. guys play a football game? We played football. You know, I was going to save that a little. For, How's your for basketball the best team? Oh, oh, basketball okay. team's great. We're top ten. You know, we're uh, we whipping the pants off people. It's it's great. It's like <laughs> it's supposed to be. Duke lost to Ohio State. Too, they sure nights. did. Yeah, we look. And, and honestly, it validates my feelings about Gonzaga. You know how I feel about Gonzaga, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> like, it just validates how I, I – I'm sorry, Gonzaga. You can never win the big game. <laughs> so stop trying. Like, go away, okay? Is it, do you feel the same way towards, like, Notre Dame and Boise State and some of those in football? No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. What? But, That's not consistent. No, but what do you mean? Like, Notre Dame and uh, Boise are never, like, number one preseason. Oh, they're going to go all the way this year. Uh, Gonzaga you know, like, is, like, number one every year. That is right. true. They are number one. But, yeah. I mean, like, Notre Dame and Boise State, has like, in the last 10 well, years, have off, all been ranked very let's high. Let's not compare Notre Dame and Boise. They're, that's two different levels. Of, yeah, because Boise State No, they're used, still in independent categories. They're yeah, never going to make it or should never make it. Boise well, now State they're at Mountain West or whatever it is. They used to be in that category, but they haven't been that way in five years. They haven't been good. So They were always that underdog they right, were what right. cincinnati is now it's true right yeah right. they were in a no-name category or not right, a major yeah, right. conference to be fair, stuff, no but. cincinnati i congratulations on your great season i actually uh coached a kid that is on that team he's the number two running back <laughs> i want him to win everything there is but guess what you don't belong in the playoff okay, okay. that's a better comparison yeah, for they, right now with cincinnati they will get destroyed yes well, I, I'm not so sure if they will get destroyed. I, I think they will. I think they're good enough to compete for like a one-game thing, but to do a full season of right. give you Mississippi State schedule, you're not coming out of their 12-0. Right. You're no, just not. So right. I, you if know, they're whatever. in the SEC, they go 7-5 and five or something like that. Exactly, so, right, yeah. Right. So, anyways, hi, so this is a sports podcast now, Sorry. guys. <laughs> right, we're glad you're listening. And uh, something I've always wanted to have is my own sports podcast. How's there that? was a sermon Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> How was that weather? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we went to the Arkansas game. I took my dad and my father-in-law. It was a lot of fun, and we uh, put Missouri in their place like they should be. Um, Amen. Absolutely spanked them in the well, second one, half. One I still don't like they're in the SEC. So <laughs> Me neither. Go away. Get out of here. Before we give the folks an encouraging word from Jesus, uh, just I ordered tickets last night for the Arkansas and Mississippi State basketball game. Oh, uh, see, so. I kind of wish you hadn't have done that. Why? Because um, I bought four tickets already. And chances are I'm probably not going to get to go because oh, we're going to be in um, Arkansas. And I paid five dollars a piece for those tickets. So I, pay, I've got, I paid ten dollars. Well, if you want to, okay, so, oh, so you're not out that yeah, much. Okay, if you want to give them to me, I've been really running low on toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> Actually, Jonathan Burt bought them for me and uh, yeah. my family and for his family, so we were all going to go together. But because the date is the 29th, like right. why are we starting conference play at Christmas week? They like, never do it until January normally. Right. They've right. never done uh, that before. So COVID. I don't know. I'm trying, I don't know what they're doing. But anyways, I'm hoping to be able to go. Um, so, but if not, 
well, I'll have twenty. I'm out twenty bucks. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it not is, the end of the world. Is, exactly. Yeah. That, that's why I bought them because I, I didn't know if we were going to go. You but so love you so love Mississippi State sports. You donated twenty dollars to Mississippi State. Yeah, that's right. I want to sell them on the black market for like fifteen bucks a piece and <laughs> make, you know, make a profit. Yeah, make a profit. Um, but anyways, all right. So let's uh, talk about real quickly um, the sermon from this Sunday, and it was a great sermon. Um, it was a wonderful Thank sermon you. for um, for believers. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, I had that mindset going into it, obviously having seen the right. transcript. And saw the cliff else. notes. Saw the cliff notes, <laughs> so I, I kind of knew what was coming. And um, so I guess maybe for a non-believer, it was a, uh, it was maybe not the best sermon to have heard if this was your first time at church. However, the gospel was still presented, sure. and it was awesome. But how, like I said, this sermon was perfect for our congregation, in mm. my opinion, um, now. And I was really hoping, and I didn't, maybe you said it and I didn't hear it, but I was really hoping that you would use the term spiritual stretch marks. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah. Dang, okay, like so that. you didn't say it. Okay. I, no, that would have been I good. I thought that would have been a good little plug in to say. Apparently it was uh, a, a message that resonated because I've gotten like three or four folks that have co- commented on stuff like that. You know, yeah. one guy said, me and you said your application was good, but you, it would have been better if you would have like, you know, said that Levi was really representing the left in our community today that, you know, that we, you know, is marginalized. It has some really out there views that people really don't like and how we need to reach out the gospel to everybody and i've got that was a really good yeah. application that was better than mine even so 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 yeah but hey i like it when it stimulates people to think and there, come up exactly, with better yeah. ideas so, so yeah. if you haven't heard the sermon it is which on was our, the title of the message stretch yourself yeah that, i'm getting there yeah our sermon playback podcast you can go listen to that a challenge to stretch yourself Stretch yourself. <laughs> Stretch, Stretch yourself. yourself. <laughs> All right, out of Luke chapter 5, um, I, does it, this finishes up chapter 5, doesn't it? It does. It does, okay. So. And, and you really need to go back in, if you want a blessing, go back and um, can they view the sermon podcast or do they? They can watch it on our Facebook or our Vimeo page <laughs> so, or our website. Shut yes. up, Andrew. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you can't watch. What? I mean, you technically you can watch a podcast because when we stream this true. thing. So. When true. you do the live stream like when on Facebook, stream, but, yes, like, but can you watch a radio program? <laughs> to my point. Andrew. We're only on episode 30-something oh of this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I knew it when I said it. That's not going to come out well. So, anyway. but Can I ask a dumb question? Better than, better than anybody I know. We didn't start that segment yet, Terry. I did good on that I don't one. even have dumb questions today. So I well, guess, Terry, you filled go. in for uh, I filled in for you. Uh, anyway, uh, go to the website and listen and watch, and you get a great picture of Nacho Libre in his stretchy pants. Oh, yes. yeah. And I did like, enjoy your cousin's uh, ham. Cousin ham. Yeah. Yes, yes, that was good. Yes. That was good. I'm glad that you couldn't remember your cousin's name, however. But um, yeah. yeah, well, ironically, <laughs> sorry, not to just completely bust on Terry today, but Ashlyn even leaned over and like just whispered, and she goes, "That's his cousin." And stuff like that. I said, it's like his sixth cousin. Yeah, a third oh, yeah. cousin or something sixth, like that. Yeah. Uh, fifth removed from somewhere. <laughs> I said, it's yeah. like my 18th cousin. So. Yeah. All right, so give us a synopsis real quick, Terry, of your sermon, A Challenge to Stretch Yourself. What's something, the big takeaway, if there was one thing that you wanted people to get from this sermon, what would that have been? Yeah, I think the the big thing was is that uh, we have to move closer. The first point that we need to move closer to the unsaved. And like you said, it wasn't really necessarily, uh, you know, the the specific gospel for the unsaved, but it was a challenge to the church uh, to, you know, recognize that there are marginalized people every day in our lives. And, you know, I talked about, you know, the weird folks in our lives and those that don't take baths that you work with and, you know, those that are, you know, cousin at work and how we, you know, tended to... Like you know, Andrew. Uh, right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right, right. So, I showered today. It, so. <laughs> I was talking about the cussing at work part. Oh, well. 
Uh, no. so my anyway. mic went out again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all of those folks that we, you know, over the years uh, have, you know, like, oh, we got to stay away from them. They're unclean. And uh, yet Jesus went right to the Levi, the most hated person. And, and I loved how I was able to present the details of what a, what a tax collector was. A lot of folks have responded that they didn't know that, man, that guy really did sell out, you know, and that's why people hated him because he gave up everything, you know, to become a, you know, to do the wrong thing. And so, you know, those kind of people are in our lives and Jesus went with to them and he hung out with them. And dare I say it, he partied with them in that sense, not that he sinned or he did anything wrong, but he went to fellowship with them. And it's, it's no way you can, call, you know, take it away from that. But anyway, reaching out to the marginalized. That's awesome. Um, I did love the quote that going back, um, going back a little bit, Mark, Mark Twain, Yes. Of course, anything yes. Mark Twain says is really good. Let me it's yes. I've got it right here. It says, having spent considerable time with good people, <laughs> I can understand why Jesus liked to be with tax collectors and sinners. That's a classic. Like yeah. that, if you were going to ask the question, I was already prepared, Tanner, with, you know, what mm. statement stuck out to you? You know, that's always like our first connect group thing or whatever. And mine was definitely that. It yeah. was like, you know, I, I feel like that we embody this so much better here at Connect Church, mm-hmm. but obviously there's people that get right. on your nerves or people you just don't like to be around, even in the body of Christ. And that that's okay. That's okay. okay. We just have to be uniform, you know, for the gospel. But um, there are certain people that you get on your nerves more than others. And I will say, again, as part of the Connect Church, I feel like that's been better for me personally than it has been at previous churches. But... Like I a hundred percent agree with Mark Twain here. Like in some and and in previous context, uh, going you know not just completely jumping ahead here, but like on Terry's third point is we need to realize we can enjoy life, be happy, and have fun. Like the, the, the serving Jesus doesn't have to be a just such a drag or such a burden to do all the time and stuff. Or like we're missing out on things. We can enjoy this life and enjoy the blessings and things that God has given us now and stuff. Like you even mentioned Jesus was with these people now he didn't sin while doing any of these things but he was with these people he you know the shepherd smelled like the sheep like he was in with the other people um sinners pharisees all of them he was with everybody but to be honest Jesus probably did like hanging out with the sinners more because the Pharisees were the moronic buttholes that <laughs> did all this stuff that condescended to him constantly mm-hmm. that were trying to trap him all that. And to be honest, sometimes we as a, as <clears throat> Christians have a bad rap of doing that. We're so judgmental. We're so got sticks up our butt or whatever for whatever reason that we can't enjoy life or anything. And I agree with Mark Twain. Half the time, I'd rather hang out with people that are doing horrible things. <laughs> Not necessarily do those things, but hang out with those people because... They they had seem to have more joy sometimes than even Christians do. Yeah, no That's doubt. That's sad. Why do you want to hang around people who are going to constantly, like you said, in, try to entrap you in your words judge, and judge you, judge you, and all this stuff? So, yeah, I mean, maybe and like I'm a and I'm just saying, sorry, rant for a minute. I like I'm a pessimistic person by nature, but there are people that literally just suck the joy out of like being with them. Like, it, it, there's a difference, you know. And I try not to be that I, person as far as like. I can think of a few. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try not to be that names? person of like always being negative about everything. And I have to, you know, that's a weakness of mine. But like, I, I don't ever want to be like a joy sucker, a life sucker out of like, you know, people hanging out and you can literally, you're Eeyore, you just kill everything <laughs> because of your presence. Like, I don't want to be that person. And unfortunately, there's too many, like the only people I know that are like that are Christians. And what was Eeyore? Uh, 
Donkey. <laughs> Sorry, here goes the Andrew cussing word. at work again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, stretch yourself by being more loving like Jesus and less judgmental. Yes. Expound. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, to what you guys are saying is is that, you know, in the context of the passage, so the Pharisees think about this, this guy that the culture and society hates, you know, he's abandoned the, the Jewish heritage and he sold out his family land so that he can become this Roman, you know, uh, sort of, you know, representative to tax everybody. And so everybody hates him for multiple reasons, and he's a, he's a sellout. And so we get that. And and so this guy gets saved and what and he gives up that career. He walks away, you know, to you know, to follow Christ. And and how sad and you talk about, you know, people that can't see the joy in Christianity is that the Pharisees, rather than rejoicing that this evil guy that's been, you know, on the dark side, if you will, um, <laughs> he's now joined, you know, Christianity and he's following Christ and rather than rejoice all they could think about is that Jesus didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, you went to and you went to his party that night, and when he brought in all the other corrupt people around, instead of you know going, "Wow, this is a great night for the gospel to be exposed because Jesus is going to interact with all these people," they were literally saying, "Why do your disciples you know eat and drink instead of fasting and praying? Why do your disciples you know do all this stuff?" And it's almost like. You know, their version of Christianity was we should walk around with sackcloth and ashes versus, you know, uh, influence in the world uh, with the joy. Yeah, and you said in your sermon that you struggle with being judgmental. Yeah. Um, I, I struggle with being judgmental a lot, too, but I feel like I have my own version of being judgmental. Like, I don't really <clears throat> care, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, people, a lot of times people, they know what we do for a living, and they'll, and they'll Say, oh, I better not act this way because you know right, you work right, at the right. church, and I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm not your judge. You do what you want to do. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I mean, right, right. Know, deep down, I'm probably thinking something crazy or you know, yeah. judgy. But at the end of the day, like, I ain't your judge, so right, I need right. to quit being judgmental. Yeah. You know, like, well. it's it's not my job to decide if you are good, bad, yeah. going to heaven, going to hell. You know. Yeah. I, not my not my problem. So, and when you're judgmental, we miss out on the big picture. We miss seeing the blessings that God. These, these guys could not enjoy the victory of a guy that's saying from he, from hell to heaven, you know. And so, uh, that that's that's what joy robs us of is being able to enjoy those big the bigger picture. Stri- yeah, and I mean, right. when you're judgmental like that, like he said, it <clears throat> makes you miss out on things. But two, it also puts off a bad vibe for. Um, you know, those that still need to come to Christ, uh, Jesus's words himself, he said to his disciples, he said, people will know you're my disciples by how you love one another. Like people will know you're followers of Jesus by the way you love your fellow believers, not how you love the sinners, not how you, you know, reach out to the lost, not how you act at work or whatever. He said, people will know you are followers of me by the way you love one another, by the way you love your brothers in Christ. And, you know, with the fact that they were not rejoicing that this tax collector had come to follow Christ and know Jesus personally and celebrate that and stuff, it spoke volumes of why would we want to be a part of that? Like, why would we want to be a part of the thing that they are constantly supposedly preaching that needs to happen when it happens? They can't even celebrate it. They're literally judging it. Like, why would anybody else want to be a part of that? That speaks volumes to the world that's lost in you know, on their way to hell. Why would they want to be a part of us? Well, it's about time he got some Jesus. I've been praying for that for a long time. Yeah. Well, sounds like you need to. <laughs> Hope he keeps coming to church. He probably won't. That's, see, that, that's yeah, my right. judgmental sign. Well, it sounds like you've never met Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
which is probably not good either. But <laughs> And it correlates to the next point. Stretch yourself by developing a happy heart and have some fun. I feel like I used to always have a happy heart, and now I don't. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like that's my. This one was the one that resonated and hit home. Yeah. I mean, like my wife, we have the same circumstance, we have the same everything. She's abundantly have a happy heart, and I'm right. just like Eeyore over here. I'm like, nah, no, <laughs> no. You yeah. don't. You don't seem like Eeyore to me. No. Yeah, I think though. That, oh, I can't. Uh, that, that maybe the, Peter Robin, whatever his name. <laughs> The bunny rabbit. <laughs> well, well, it it that's when this gets into personality development, you know. And honestly, uh, some folks thrive off of challenge, and so some some folks find joy in chaos and having new adventures and all those things. And then others of us find joy in just quietness and peace, you know. And in your case, you know, when there's a lot more going on, it is seriously hard to find joy because, you know, the whole world's been sort of turned upside down. And so, um, and that's just diversity of personalities. But in our personalities, we, we need to find that balance of where God wants us living at. And, and that is, you know, so sometimes, you know, we've, um, you know, in the midst of the chaos, sometimes we put ourselves in decisions that we make uh, that cause us to struggle with joy. And then sometimes it's just the adversity that the enemy causes us to have joy and, you know, lack of joy. I've been texting folks this morning that have been struggling in their personal life. And, you know, you guys all know the, you know, the Terry Pierce story this year physically. And so from the heart procedures to the spinal surgeries to the wreck. So all of those things can, you know, that my life's been totally chaos, which I hate this year physically, but you learn to find that joy in the midst of your uh, situations. However, uh, it gets more complicated than that. Sometimes we need to go back and step back. And for me, uh, I've not had joy recently, and I've been, you know, I confessed that last night to our church family, to, to my point, Tanner, about, you know, uh, not just your all situation, but for me and my situation, I've been making some choices in my life and uh, in, in putting pressure on myself because I thought that's sort of what I needed to do of how do we keep this revival movement going on in our church? Well, the problem was, is I was losing my joy because I was putting too much challenge. And the thing that God has been speaking into my life in recent days is I need to learn to, you know, that I've been making wrong choices. I've been trying to do the right thing, but because of my choices, I've caused myself to lose my joy by putting myself in frustrating situations. And the the word for me was is just learn how to relax, make your life a little bit more simpler, quit making it so complicated, and learn how to enjoy Jesus without you know uh, worrying about everything. And so, so I've had to change that and, and to to get back to these practical points. That's what God spoke into my life. These five practical points, but what it told me was is some of this my lack of joy was bad choices on my part. Right. And, and just to remind you guys too, the, those five practical points he gave, he said, you know, cause Terry obviously just explained how he applied this specifically in his mm. life. And this is going to look different for everybody. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, it'll look different for Tanner, for me or for you listening. Um, but the five things, just good things, write these down or whatever and go back and watch the sermon. But it's remember God is with you. He's in you and for you. That's the first one. That's <laughs> Remember one. God is with you. He's in you and he's for you. The second one is be grateful without grumbling. And I suck at that. <laughs> it's just enjoying the victories, enjoying the good moments, but you know, stop looking at the negative side of it. <laughs> be grateful without grumbling. Keep your conscience clear. 
you know, abstain from sin, make sure you're where you need to be in your relationship with Jesus and, you know, stay away from those things that you know you shouldn't be going to. Study God's word, abide in him and his presence and let his word transform you as scripture tells us. And then the last one, use your life to serve others. And can I be honest for a second? Like, I know we technically get paid to serve others, but I struggle with this (laughs) outside of when it's, you know, the you know, Sunday, Wednesday ministerial moments is doing not, and that's not like I'm going above and beyond, but it's doing it in the daily life because I'll be honest, I don't like a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I'm in, I'm a minister and I don't really like people. Um, so sometimes it's hard to serve others. It's hard to, you know, serve, um, whether it be, you know, the least of these or somebody you don't like or whatever. Sometimes it's hard to live your life in such a way to serve other people also without doing that to the extent of burning yourself out. So they're like, there's healthy measures to take all this, but that is how you start developing a happy heart and have some fun in your relationship with Jesus is living out those five practical points. And the greatest thing that you can do to, there's nothing like it in helping others to make disciples. When you're in a relationship with others, studying the word of God together, and there is nothing that is more rewarding and refueling for every personality type than to spend time in doing discipleship where you're going through the word of God together, you're living life together, and you got somebody else sharing your burdens with you. And, you know, even, you know, Tanner said yesterday in our staff meeting that, you know, the joy that he does find in his life is with his D group. You know, they can hang out together and they pray for him. And they Some encourage. of the joy, not all of the joy. <laughs> right, right, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Some of, some of the joy, yes. You're yes. giving Bobby, Jared, Drew too much credit. True, true, man. yeah, valid, valid. Sorry, I probably said that wrong. That's so okay. it, but anyway, yes. Uh, and, you know, and I love my D group. Right. And, and that's where I get refreshed at. Good Which, deal. ironically, the Pharisees were the ones that, you know, they were judgmental and ill that this tax collector came yeah. to Jesus, but that's what Jesus was doing, was making He's, a disciple. He was discipling and, Levi. And, you know, ended up changing his life, but ironically, that's why the Pharisees had no joys, because they yeah. weren't willing to do that. Yep. <laughs> so as we wrap up this sermon, let me um, just read straight from Terry's uh, transcript here. Um, and for those listening, maybe this will um, intrigue some thought into your minds. Uh, let me ask you, in what way does God need to stretch you? What are mm-hmm. changes in your personality Click in your discipline, <laughs> check in your negativity, check in your lack of faith, you know, in your stick to it. In what ways is God needing to stretch you? And are you having fun with Jesus in mm. this life? So, well, I like those questions. Those yeah, are good. I don't like those questions. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard, aren't they? They are. <laughs> they, they make you think, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. All right, any other thoughts on this sermon before we wrap it up and go into our break? Luke 6 coming up. Is it? No, Luke 1. Oh, Luke 1. That's we're, right. We're back. Oh, Tanner's been waiting for this. It's the most wonderful time. <laughs> but you got to wait two weeks for it. Yeah, God with us. got to wait two yeah. weeks for it. I'm so. not coming the next two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, you're actually not. So anyway. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up the podcast after a message from Daniel Tucker. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. 
Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. All right, so Terry, give us a little bit of what's going to happen this Sunday for our listeners out here in Radio Land. Yeah, we're launching into a combination of our Christmas. Uh, by the way, Christy Beard done a phenomenal job of getting, uh, and all of the decorating committee getting the church. You've got to come see the Christmas decorations at Connect Church. They are gorgeous, and your stage looks good. She said you had a part in putting new light trees. Yeah, those trees that are on the stage. Yeah. Um, Ashley bought one of those at Hobby Lobby for uh, the girl's bedroom. Yeah. And I was like, man, those look good. I yeah. was like, I'm going to get some of those for the stage. Way to go, Ashley. So, yeah, credit Ashley and uh, for getting that done. And uh, and Christy, she had already bought like two or three of them. Mm-hmm. And then I went and bought four more. And she's like, well, I, I already bought some. I was like, well, we're going to have plenty then. you know. So, <laughs> so I wanted them for our worship night purposes, and I said, we'll just use them as decorations no, as they well. Look good. I like it. Yeah, they they look cool. good. And so, but, uh, you know, God with us is our uh, theme for Christmas. And so, man, bring all your family and friends and neighbors. And this Sunday, uh, we're uh, having double down with, um, you know, just a real blessing. Uh, Corey's going to be sharing with us about connecting to his vision. And, man, we are so pumped about, you know, getting all the church family here together together and just hearing the vision that God has for us for 2022. And so it's just going to be a personal um, opportunity for you to get involved in what God's doing here and for you guys to invest in the kingdom work of God. And, and I'm just telling you, you guys are going to have a privilege of tangibly being able to put resources, prayer, financially and otherwise, to um, be able to make an investment in your eternity and your rewards in heaven. And we're going to share with you how to do that. Yeah, we have we have some fun songs we're gonna do this Sunday. Um, since we since I had a baby the weekend of the worship night in November, we didn't do some right. of the stuff that was uh, practiced for, prepared for, and planned for. So yeah. we're gonna pull two of those songs out this okay. Sunday. So it's gonna be really good okay. um, and some different singers. So be sure and be uh, here okay. Sunday oh. to see some new. Uh, well, new one faces. new face, I really just one. And you new had face. another new face, Robin. Sang, <laughs> Robin sang this past yeah. Sunday. And she did so good. Um, we, she's in our Connect group, of course. Um, and so she had mentioned um, in at Connect group that she used to sing at her church, mm. uh, where she used to go with I Drew. Yeah. ironically, yeah. with Drew. I did not um, know that our guitar yeah. player. Yeah, they used to lead uh, worship together. And so I was like, okay, so you you sing? She's like, yeah, I can sing. And I was like, all right. I, we were at Jared's house that yeah. day. I said, Jared, give me your acoustic. Let's try her out right now. You know, I was yeah, yeah. I, you know, right, I, right. I, I figured she could sing, but I was like, yeah. well, we'll put her on the spot, and, and she nailed. I mean, she was just like, okay, you're on you're next on Sunday. Team. Let's go. You yeah, know. and there's a video on your Facebook page of like you guys all huddled around, right? Yeah. Then and y'all take one her, and put it. So you, yep, she's singing the alto, and Kim Mitchell is singing the soprano. Of course, she's Kim, retarded and will never wow, get on stage. No, Kim, no, why no. will you not get on stage? <laughs> yeah, that's no. hilarious. So, uh, a couple interesting facts. Um, you know, and I love this because it's the way we do church now and stuff. But Alan and Robin had actually not joined the church yet, and and I love this. They're singing on stage, but and I hadn't so, even thought about that. They so, hadn't well, actually they're joining, technically joined. They're joining this Sunday. Oh well, good. Oh, right, okay. which 
was really why you want to be here to know how to connect his vision because this will make 14 straight months because this will be in December of somebody getting saved, baptized, or joining our church. So, man, it just keeps on rolling. And and her husband's name. So they're joining the church this Sunday. And then her husband's name is Alan Jackson for uh-huh. our country music fans. And he, doesn't, he, doesn't <laughs> and he doesn't sing. He doesn't sing. But he's a country boy. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He's really cool. Once he you really is, he lives the him, lifestyle so cool. Alan Jackson sings about. Yes, he does. <laughs> Al, right. Alan is one of my – I want to be Alan when I grow up. Hey, uh, this probably isn't the time or place to talk about this, but I really liked the other day when you um, brought in the new members right before you were starting to preach. Yeah, yeah. That worked well because okay. I brought them back here and got their pictures. Right. And it was it worked out great, you know. Okay. I don't have unless I just have somebody out there to take their pictures, you know. We're going to do that again this. That Sunday way, I don't soon. miss them. Yeah. You know, like right. uh, who joined last time? It was Kimberly. Yeah, we've had six in the last. I'm, four I missed weeks, their yeah. picture. I didn't yeah. get a chance to get their picture. So. Yeah, Kimberly um, and um, and uh, Brandon. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyways. Uh, they're a little a little uh, behind the scenes business there for you. There you go, <laughs> listeners. You get to see all the ins yeah. and outs of what if we you, actually if you, do. If you liked that, I, I, that worked well for me. So, okay. well, just to clarify, you don't get to see it; you get to hear about it for Terry's sake because he doesn't realize you can't see us right now. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, let's get into our favorite segment. Uh, the best. What am I wearing? Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different segment. We're not doing that segment. <laughs> khakis <laughs> <laughs> alright let's get into she our favorite segment hideous. the best and the worst of the weekend it was the best of times it was the worst of times wait wait wait, wait, wait. which was it this is the worst simply the best alright Andrew I know you're not prepared, so go ahead and take off. Oh, I'm prepared for the best this week. All right, go for it. I know, ironically. Um, clearly, it was the Egg Bowl. 110%. So the, I guess it's... Yeah, you're muted. You are muted. We're not, not... You're muted. We're not talking about the Egg Bowl. I'm not talking about the Egg Bowl. Well, I do have to say, if you're a Mississippi State fan, I, I have a... I have a a best and a worst about your stadium, okay? Well, two worst. Well, but, it's better than the one in Oxford. The heck no. When the, First of all, when you go in and stuff, here's the, here's the good part about Davis Wade. It's been 13 years since I've actually been to a game at Davis Wade. I forgot how annoying those stupid cowbells are. Um, but we were on the upper level, right? The good part about this is in Davis Wade, you don't have a bad view, Anywhere you're at in that stadium, it's built so high up. It was like, you know, we were in the 300s or whatever. So we're on the top, you know, nosebleed section, but you could see everything great. Like, I've, it's as far as that goes, it is better than Vault Hemingway, but. You have to go around your elbow to get to your thumb to get anywhere on that. They have giant pillars just going through the first and second floors. And I mean, like, it was backed up. Tons of people. You couldn't get an elevator, nothing like that. Like, it was horribly laid out. It's clearly, a Mississippi State graduate designed the stupid thing. And then the stupid cowbells. Oh, my gosh. It was absolutely horrible, man. But thank you to Mississippi State's kicker and the three-drop uh passes in the in end zone man i loved it i loved it. i also took uh four mississippi state teenage fans with me to this game and it was a lot quieter on the way back <laughs> and just so you guys know too since um we had a bet going on we were gambling in our d group <laughs> with teenagers but <laughs> we had a bet uh donut ethan sheffield one of the boys he like can grow a full beard and everything and uh the bet was that if Ole miss lost i had to shave my mustache but if Mississippi State lost, he had to shave everything 
but the mustache. And so if you see Ethan Sheffield right now, he's definitely going around with a really bad pedo stash. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I looked at him last night and go, oh, dude. It's awesome. He, so, he has no dates. So all of that was my best. The whole Egg Bowl, all of it, rubbing it into the state fans. <sighs> Could not love it anymore. Talking to you, Jonathan. Just a, a quick Google search here. Of the 14 stadiums in the SEC, uh, Ole Miss and um, Mississippi State are only better than Missouri, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky in seating capacity. So oh, I would believe that. Vanderbilt is by far the worst. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Vanderbilt's Vandy's the worst. I don't know. Yeah. I like Vandy because I got P.F. Chang's right next door. So I mean, <laughs> I've been to Kroger Field, too. It sucks. And, again, why is Missouri even here? I, I agree. I agree. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. So, but, uh, anyways, all right. That's your best, the Egg Bowl, whatever. Yes. Um, my best was Thanksgiving dinner and um, having the grandkids. So, so yeah, it was... Uh, had, wow, generic. Uh, so, well, we started off with the turkey, and I just got turkey in my mind. I'm really hungry right I'm getting now. hungry, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know so. uh, my best was um, going to the football game with my dad and um, Monty, my father-in-law. We had a great time. And then Saturday on the way home... Yeah, you got, that's got to be your best. Yeah, it, it was. We were taking pictures of Samuel out at the stadium and no everything. And, um, How cool was that? It was so cool. And um, the we were going around the football offices, and I was just hoping that somebody would be at work today that day so I could get their his picture with them. No one was there. The only people there were the people cleaning up the trash in the stadium, and the visitor's gate was well, open. But for our viewers that don't know the story have not been on his Facebook page, um, Tanner got to walk out with his son onto the field. Because they so, left the gate open. Because they, they left the gate, gate open. open yeah. so, so Which, all, hold on, Tyler. I do have to say, there's got to be a problem there from Arkansas University because when we went, the gate was open too. <laughs> not, not, on, not the field gate. Oh, the that is true. We couldn't get in the stadium. We couldn't get on the field. I was on the he field. He was on the field. So yeah. whoever does security should be fine. All, all, I, all I could picture was in my mind is one of those movies clips where, you know, the guy was trying to get on the field and Tanner and his baby's running with security chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> and, ta- and Ashley's watching as their son gets tackled. <laughs> to, in their defense, they when I got in there, you could see the people. They were cleaning up the trash yeah. from the game the night before. And then we were running there for about 15 minutes and then some fat guy come down in a big yellow jacket oh you can't be on the grass i'm like it's turf it's not even grass <laughs> i'm not hurting anything you know but, but tanner, you got some cool pictures oh i got some great pictures tanner, it was a great 15 minutes. tanner's like i can outrun this security guy so yeah like, what do you uh, call the cops i'll be gone before, by the time they get here See, but like <laughs> so. seeing this like you know his son and all the arkansas everything yeah, like you got some cool. awesome pictures by cool. all the hog statues yeah, and stuff now that cool. i've seen it like i knew what it was or whatever which is great but i just i it would make nothing better in my life if he grows up to be an old miss fan he won't. <laughs> he won't. Or better yet, Texas. No, he won't. Oh, wow. No, he definitely won't. Hook him horns, Samuel. No. Oh, yeah. And credit to Ashley. <laughs> Ashley took all those pictures, so she didn't get to be in it, in any of them, sadly. But she yeah. was the one taking pictures. And Actually, I hope he gets a full ride scholarship to Ole Miss. He, we'll, we'll go in debt. I don't care. <laughs> what? I mean, who cares? It's good. My other best, I have another best, and this came from the Harvest Supper. Can you have three um, best? We we didn't get to talk about the Harvest Supper. Yes, the Harvest all, Supper was the, awesome. Uh, podcast yes. yet. Yeah. But my best, after the Harvest Supper was over, one of our teenagers came up to me and Andrew and said, you know, you're a good oh singer and everything. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. She said, you know, you're a good singer and everything, but you really, you sound better when you're singing that 
Southern gospel style wow. music. Said wow. that to Andrew. So. Wow. Okay, well, wait, 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 tell me. I got to clarify for a second. First of all, it's Grace Chandler, so her opinion's not that valid. She's but like second. the smartest kid you have. <laughs> She's literally the smartest she really kid is. In, your, in your youth group. 100%. Maybe in the state That's of Mississippi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second of all, is That's just hilarious. to clarify what happened, is they had some music and stuff, and Kena and Tana were out there leading. I was not making fun. I was making faces at De- Denise and Mike Proust over, like, from across the way or whatever. Well, all I saw was. But you making fun of our singer. I would, and you know, and I've told you this, Tanner. I like hymns. I have no issue with hymns. I love hymns. But I can't stand him, Southern him gospel. No. I love <laughs> the music style. Uh, but I, I, I can't stand Southern gospel music. Well, I'm sitting there still eating because it took my wife, uh, you know, uh, an hour and a half to make one plate of food. And so wow. <laughs> he, he makes, he says I'm making fun of him. So he calls me up there on stage. We did not rehearse this in any no, way. Uh-uh. And then I Grace. Not, I did not plan on you coming up there. Grace, <laughs> I'm with my chicken finger. Yeah. Um, but Grace Chandler has the audacity to come up to us afterwards and say that I sounded, but you know, her judgment's flawed, whatever. <laughs> She's a state fan. I thought she was brilliant. So <laughs> she made perfect sense to me. All right, Andrew, what's your worst? Of the last two weeks, I guess. Well, just so you guys know, <laughs> if we ever come unprepared for our worst, just know it's because we can't actually share what it is on the <laughs> podcast. <Okay. That's> but, <laughs> um, no, I, I had a I had a first world problem worst is I for the first time ever, I've been driving for fifteen years now that I've had my own car and driving or driving, you know, dad's old truck, whatever. Um, and I had my first like cracked windshield. I had a rock spin up off mm. of like it wasn't even like a dump truck or anything. It was literally off of like some little Tacoma. And rock split up. I I heard it hit. I didn't ever actually see it, but I heard it hit, and I'm like, oh, that sounded terrible. And sure enough, I didn't see anything when I got, like immediately. But apparently, it hit right on the very edge of the glass, and so now it's just it's been growing just oh, a yeah. little bit by little bit. And so, so I had my ever first crack on my windshield. It's not, you know, shoving a table through it or anything, um, like some people have had happen in their windshields. But yeah, that was <laughs> I didn't shatter yeah, it or anything. Yeah. But it's one crack, and I'm like, Why yeah. are you gonna bring that up? <laughs> Is this you, a good time to say face mask? Or? <laughs> you cannot, you cannot bring up a rock in your window when you've had a table. To yeah. <laughs> also, it was not self inflicted. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, that's my worst. My worst was with the um, was also the grandchildren and. So, so we uh, we babysit the. Uh, they're such a blessing. <laughs> they're such a blessing. Uh, so uh, when they leave, <laughs> yes. So um, you, know, you know, back to those good choices. So so Blend makes a choice that we're going to let all the you know kids, our kids, go out to eat and have a night off when just me and her watch the grandkids. And about three hours into it, um, Andrew's son Owen just has a belly ache like out of this world. Nothing. Will Which he is him. a fantastic baby. He is. He is. He never has these issues. But of course, the one time. That they oh have my four gosh, little baby. I mean, he will not settle down. He is screaming, and so I've got him in my arms. I'm walking. Blinn's trying to keep Matthew, and you know he's in a nervous wreck because he's Aaron's kid. You know, but he, he did great. <laughs> he did great, and he was just like hanging on to you know to, to Blinn, but he did fine. And then uh, Nora got jealous because uh, no, no I'm comments. A, I'm over here making my Jim Halper face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, and so then Nora gets jealous. Our granddaughter, she. She gets jealous of Papa.
cup of tea, you know, <laughs> holding the other baby. So then she, while the while her brother's screaming, she crawls up in my lap and like you know f- grabs my face to get my attention because you know I'm trying to help a screaming baby. And then classic Pierce family. There's uh, Adam's kid just sitting over there chilling, just watching with his eyes. <laughs> now never he, said never a word. Said a word. Never smiled. Never you know. He's thinking, would you guys shut up? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And so yes, yeah, so we literally had to call the kids back home and say you know uh we're done i don't think that i had a major worst of the weekend um but the first thing that popped in my mind was um did you watch the bears and lions on thanksgiving (laughs) what what? i saw just a little bit (laughs) okay so my worst comes from the coin toss did you see the coin toss no i did not see the coin toss okay so uh lions uh bears call it in the air lions win the toss the the refs like what do you want to do the lions say i want to defer Okay, so he goes to Chicago. All right, Chicago, you know, he, and the Chicago guy goes, we want to defer. No. <laughs> what? No way. The, uh, the, when you defer, that means you want the ball at the right, second half, right? right? And so um, the ref goes, no, you want the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> because if he deferred, then that means the Bears would have kicked off the first half right. and the second half. Right. Okay, which has actually happened before. It, I, it happened to Texas last year. Wow. They screwed up the coin toss and had to kick off twice. So, so, so what, they screwed the like, – like, this game is going to be so good. That, they don't know what they're doing from the coin toss. Okay, all right. Well, two things. Well, then uh, with the, they had a combined record of, like, you know, three wins and 47 losses. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, two things with that story is, number one, is Tanner and seven other people saw that yeah. <laughs> yeah. in the country because nobody's watching i'm a bears fan uh, and so nobody's watching that well, game like you're supposed to watch football on thanksgiving it, it, right yeah, I, what I, a lame like primetime spot was the but, bears but, well, versus that, that the was Lions. a whole debate that somebody i don't remember which sportscaster said why in the world i think it's Stephen a says why in the world do we have the lions on thanksgiving <laughs> now let me okay the lions are terrible they always have been they always will right. be but you know what it's not thanksgiving day if i don't get to watch the lions blow a lead okay <laughs> all right it's tradition <laughs> which goes back to my point about the coin toss so the bears we've not had an offense since 1985 and so why would we want to take the ball when we can't score with it <laughs> so we're, <laughs> so oh, I get it. Yeah, they, we're, we're gonna kick but, off twice <laughs> yeah might as well you might as well kick off twice but i thought that was that was hilarious i was like i had to run it back was like did they just really defer twice like we, so. we did actually we did win the game um, you did win the game at, yeah. at the end but really nobody should have won <laughs> it was bad it was, it was a bad game. Yeah. it was a bad game all right any all hearts and minds clear let's wrap up this thing it's we went i thought this was gonna be a short podcast we're at 45 minutes already so you're we welcome just, we just never know what we're gonna get yeah. i don't like have a, any dumb questions life is like any. a box of chocolates yeah first one to call in and <laughs> say what terry's wearing <laughs> oh golly i know some people who are going to be desperately searching all right anyway <laughs> thank you for being here today and we will see you next week on the podcast we good. love you hotty toddy shut up <laughs>